Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. The European single market was established uh, three decades ago to provide for freedom of movement for goods and services, capital and people. For the most part, it's been a huge success for EU member states. But according to a new report from Eurochambers, which represents European Chambers of Commerce, there are still major problems trading between them, including some member states insisting on highly unusual rules and special standards, which make it difficult for foreign firms to activate to trade in that country. Ian Talbot is the Chief Executive of Chambers Ireland and is on the line. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Not too bad, Ian. Hopefully it's not too cold where you are. Give us examples of these hidden rules and standards that some EU member states are imposing as obstacles for Irish exporting companies. Uh, Well, I wouldn't personalise it. I don't think they're particularly targeting us, but we have our own uh, standards we introduce sometimes as well that can make it difficult for other countries to import into here. Um, Some of it's product standards, some of it's regulatory differences, some of it's uh, the law. Uh, In Ireland, we're probably now the only country in the European Union that that has common law and all other European Union countries have civil law. So that creates certain difficulties as well. I mean, we've come across quirky things, like, for example, paint, which you'd consider a fairly simple product. But there are different chemical regulations in almost every EU country that make it impossible to sell paint. But is that not covered by the REACH directive, which means you don't have to have different standards? It is with a lot of products, but for some particular reason, paint doesn't operate under those. Um, I, I don't understand. If, if the European single no. market says you have to recognise each other's standards, how can a, any yeah. member state block another member state company from trading in it? And I don't think they're blocking it per se. I think they just have their own rules and regulations that haven't been coordinated across the European Union. So we do it ourselves from time to time. We see a particular issue with a particular product. Can you give us an example? Um, it's very difficult to come up with. Uh, <laughs> I'm ducking the question here, Joe. It's very difficult mm. to come up with a specific pro- uh, problem because what we find is that uh, companies investigate uh, exporting these products. They just find it too difficult and they give up. And the challenge for us uh, as as a, a representative organization is that we know for larger companies and foreign direct investors and so on, they have the critical mass and the resources to overcome these issues. But for small businesses, they, they often just pay the first hurdle. Yes. So no, they make it's, a, it's, phone a, calls. it's a very good point that SMEs can't afford to, to be kind of taken legal action, whereas the big companies can. Talking of legal action. Is it not the duty of the European Commission to prevent any of these blockages? Well, yes, it is. But then by the same token, you look at things like in Ireland, uh, we have our constitution. So frequently we've seen things. I mean, we're talking at the high level here. We've seen new treaties coming along and Ireland and a couple of other countries have a constitutional issue that other countries don't, for example. So I think it's just still the EU is still evolving. There are so many different challenges for people to sell and service across the European Union. There's still a lot of work to do. And one of the things that we're looking at at the moment is we have elections coming up for the European Parliament in a few months' time, and we're going to be calling on candidates for those elections to focus on these issues, to focus on making Irish companies better able to trade across the European Union, and also from a consumer perspective as well. There's the opportunity as well for Ireland to import better and higher quality European products into our market and make our quality of life better too. 
I just wonder whether MEPs or would-be MEPs uh, will will make a big deal about what uh, SMEs face when it comes to exporting. Surely they'll focus on more consumer or so-called retail politics when they try to get uh, elected or re-elected in June. And you could well be right, and that's fine, because if we get retail or consumer-focused things working, it will be common standards across Europe. So we'll be aiming towards things that targets that companies can actually achieve across the European Union. So I think the standards can be driven either way. They can be driven for business or they can be driven for consumer. But if you have a common standard, businesses can work to it. I wonder whether Euro Chambers could publish um, best practice and could they also publish examples of where some member states are actively blocking and uh, foreign companies or non uh, non indigenous companies from operating their companies would that not you know the, the disinfectant of sunlight would that not help? I, I think the challenge for Eurochamber is just the the vast extent of products and services out there. Don't forget services as well, Joe, where you have a situation, for example, something like installing a gas boiler. In some countries like Ireland, you just have to be a registered gas installer. In other countries. Uh, you actually need to have a qualification in plumbing as well as gas. Mm. So it's quirky things like that. That it's just very. You have to go through industry by industry. It's not just goods. It's also services. A lot of things we tend to think of things as either a good or a service. But you look at something like a lift, an elevator, and there's a there's a there's a good. There's the actual delivery of the unit that goes into your building. Um, and then there's the service that when it breaks down, you need a, a qualified service engineer who's capable of ensuring that you reach the local country standards for safety in that building. Mm. So you're then building in, bring in building regulations. It's it's very, very complex. And that's why we're calling war on the European Commission uh, that has the resources to do this sort of thing, to come up with this online portal to start to gather this information in and seek to address it. Okay. Well, best of luck with that. Uh, and um, don't forget to to bend the ear of MEPs and would-be MEPs when it comes to canvassing this year. That's Ian Talbot, the Chief Executive of Chambers Ireland. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.